upgrading from overlanding in your stock rig to full-on LS-powered two buggies on stickies. This is the Total Off-Road Podcast. I'm Steve. Who's Steve? Hi, I am. Okay, well, I'm Mike, and we'll figure <laughs> out who Steve is in a little bit. You're listening to episode 183. Let's go. So I got myself an office chair. Nice. Yeah, it's not like a fancy one. I've actually had it a long time. I've just used it as an RC chair. And I kept talking to everybody. I was like, man, I'm sitting at this like 1950s desk in like a little wooden chair. And it's so uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. They're like, Mike, stop. Just stop sitting in that chair. So, right. This so is better. You, you can you just moved it from the table behind you to the desk that you're at now. Yeah, literally. Oh, that, I that's see. all I did. <laughs> the, the problem is that it was there the whole time and you were just there sitting the in a wooden chair. The problem uh, is that the microphone now, now that I'm sitting in this office chair, oh. I'm like more, I'm more relaxed, but the microphone isn't next to my mouth. So I have to hold the microphone. I see. I, I noticed that the microphone is wiggling now versus before, but I'm also holding, I'm holding the right. whole damn stand. Hmm. Yeah. I need like what you have, like one of them, like jobbers, the boomy mics. Yeah, boom, yeah. yeah. I need a boom. Do you have a place on the desk where you can um attach like a clamp to is there a, a lip on the edge on the ledge of it there i mean like uh, a half inch or something how do you feel about screwing things to your 1950s desk it's a really nice old desk like it okay, weighs like that does. yeah it's like a super super okay. it's got like is a leather the, top uh yeah is that the one we had to move out of the old house uh yeah i've had Did this desk it? a long time it was my yeah. buddy brad's grandma's desk i'm okay. pretty sure i got it. when she died they were like would you like this desk and i was like hell yeah i'll take grandma spicer's desk absolutely yeah you, like, so you need whoa. a microphone a boom mic microphone stand with a weighted base yep exactly what i need okay boom mic i'll work on that oh that'd be amazing yeah yeah if we could purchase that with podcast money that'd be way better than me having to spend my own money well you know it should work that way <laughs> let's hope so yeah that's how it I should s- be speaking cool. of podcast money we got to buy some breakfast for like 30 or 40 dudes in a couple of weeks. Jesus Christ. Yeah. Are you going to take care of that? Or, yeah, I was about to ask. <laughs> I was to. Like, so do Somebody's I like go to the grocery store and then you don't write me a check and I just suffer it? Uh, no, that doesn't seem accurate. <laughs> 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 that seems terrible. Uh, we will probably go to the grocery store together, I would think, and get those. Sure. Because we'll need to. We're going to need a big ass cooler. Hmm. Oh, my God. I have three coolers. I'll bring one just for food for the dudes and the dudettes. I did did just buy a Blackstone. Oh, really? Uh, Vance said he was going to bring one. Sorry, for anyone that doesn't know what we're talking about, we're talking about the complete off-road experience, a.k.a. Cater Note. It's happening in a couple weeks in Iowa. If you don't know, it's going to be pretty cool. Um, Uh, Total off-road podcast. What? What? Actually, this is Cater Note numero dos. (laughs) That's true. All, all of that right? is true. Yeah, I mean, okay. you're right. This is the second one ever. Out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, hey, and, hey uh, um, I guess since we're catching up on things and filling people in, I'm back. Um, just for now, hopefully, maybe more often. Uh, we did. I did do an update on our recording device over here, so that we can now use Discord. And we can use the the Discord style stuff. I'm actually probably going to end up using podcast money to buy a new fucking computer because you this sh- laptop. Oh my god, it makes me so angry. <laughs> um, what I may end up doing was just buying a small computer just for in the studio itself, and it will just live here. Okay, that's a great idea. 
Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. And then I'm going to mount a, a a thing to the wall that the monitor comes off the wall. That sounds like a good idea, right? So uh, nothing on yeah, the table. Not? The table's clean. Have the monitor mounted up there. I can just like pull it away from the wall and I can tuck it back in when I'm done. That sort of thing. Um, what I want to do is I'm going to get a computer. Either that or I'll use the TV. That's hmm. an option. If you're also not gaming an and you just want to have it just exist, a TV uh, is great. I was using the TV a TV. Perfect. When I was... Yeah. When I first got this new uh, fancy gaming computer, I was using an old TV and everyone's like, oh, Mike, your refresh rate is trash. <laughs> and I was like, I don't know anything about that because I don't know anything about refresh rate. So right. they were like, get a monitor. I did, by the way. If you listen yes. to the Total Off-Road podcast, you would know that. But I don't. Yeah. I, I might have bought good. it on the Patreon. I think Derek convinced yeah. me to buy a monitor while we were on the Patreon. <laughs> and so I just did. <laughs> what did you end up buying? I have a Lenovo 27 okay. inch. I think oh, it's nice. a G2720. It's got 144 hertz refresh rate, like one millisecond something. I don't know. It's it's good apparently. I have yeah. See, and that's what you need is well because your your gaming consists mostly of Beam, Beam MG, right? Yeah, Beam MG and uh, yeah. Snowrunner. Me and Derek play some Snowrunner yeah. every so now and then. Yeah. You wouldn't notice it as much on there, except for like a high speed wreck mm-hmm. on like Beam MG. Then you would notice like your parts kind of like are a little smoother flying through the air. Sure. Yeah. Other than that, and it also depends on the size of your TV as well. How big was the previous TV? Uh, I think it was a 21 or 22, and this one's a 27. Okay, so yes, yeah, so it's fairly small. See, it's not, yeah. it's probably not that big a deal. It's when you get up to like a 55 inch TV, mm. and it's a huge like area. The refresh rate has to be stupid high. To buy a high refresh rate TV, it's expensive. Yeah, I get you. Yeah. And, um, but anyway, that's one of them situations. Why did we just, like, why did we just go on camera? Uh, well, your camera was off, so I turned mine off. Oh, I didn't realize that mine was off. I'm sorry. It's all good. I don't care. We don't have to look at each other to say things. I want to look at your face. Fine, I'll turn it back on then. Thank you. I just thought we were saving the internet. <laughs> no, I just keep forgetting to turn it on because like, I don't need to look at me, right? <laughs> um, Same. So yeah. anyway, yeah, I think I'm going to pick up a computer for in here so that we stop dealing with these laptop issues. The laptop, you know, has the drive is a little full on it, and so it's just really fucking laggy and just kind of slow and bleh. So I'll do a straight up computer in here and then I will hopefully get everything set up. And once we have everything that kind of just runs smoothly, like it seems to be doing right now. Mm-hmm. And then Kyle will get the audio straight from Craig and I don't have to do a 44 hour upload process. Um, it's just going to s- streamline shit. And then all I have to do is be here and have something to talk about. Which you usually do. Yes, I usually do not. Correct. So- so if anybody doesn't know this about Steve, Steve and Discord are mortal enemies. Golly, let me tell you. <laughs> We've been trying to use Discord to record, and don't get me wrong, me and Kyle and Derek and everybody else don't have an issue, but Sorry, if you get yeah. Steve on Discord, it's he might issue. as well be an infant. He might as well have never used a computer before in his life. It's, I don't even think it's that. I think it's just that Discord just doesn't fucking like me or this computer or something. We did an, all- I, I did an update on our road procaster two today. And now I have the mix minus feature. So the biggest thing that discord was causing an issue with was this recorder, which is our interface to get the microphones to the computer. Our interface was causing a feedback and that's the mix um, feature, which allows you to hear yourself talk in your mind, in your headphones. It's nice to be able to do that. Yeah. Do you have that on your headphones there? I do not. Unfortunately. So you're just kind of deafened. I'm used. I've been doing it for this way for months now, so I'm just used to it now. Mm -hmm. But yeah, so 
now I have the ability to turn off that mix minus feature or turn on that mix minus feature. And so then we don't have an echo. So that was our biggest thing with Discord before is that anybody that was talking would get a rowdy echo back at them. But now it seems like we fixed that. So that part's good. Seems to be. Yes. It was all about changing. It was all about doing a default settings on uh, was, your yeah. voice video. Yeah. <laughs> so once we fixed the mix minus, then the problem was is that the Discord wouldn't pick up my voice and so wouldn't automatically record the audio. Like it wouldn't automatically transmit the audio, I guess. Um, so anyway, we fucked with that for an hour. Finally, Brad came in and helped us and was like, hey, just do a reset on your audio. Like, okay, scroll all the way down to the bottom, hit reset, and all of a sudden, boom, everything works again. Only took us an hour to ask Brad. Should have asked him right away. We need a Discord expert in here with us at all times. Yeah, we have a bot for that Discord expert bot. I think it's called the help section. It's just not as uh, (laughs) accurate as asking a person. (laughs) It's just as easy. It's not not as as fast. Um, Like Brad, what do? And he's like, do this thing, and then it just worked immediately. So, oh, look at that! (laughs) He instantly had the answer. I'm sure he's probably run into that in his Discord usage. I mean, he uses it every day. So, yeah, yeah. So you get me back for this week. Maybe, maybe you get me back for next week. Yeah, hopefully um, we can uh, hopefully we can record a second podcast here pretty soon. Yes, still busy as shit in the polish shop, in the old shine shop for anybody that doesn't follow me on the socials. We are still way the fuck backed up. Um, had COVID last week. That was fun. So that put me back five days. Are you going to wash my jacket before you give it to me since you were wearing it with your COVID ass? I'm going to say no. Great. I'll just make sure only, to wash it before I wear it around my kid. Asshole. Only reason I say so is because I did actually take another vacation test yesterday and it came back negative for vacation. So why do you keep calling it everything except for what it is? I've heard you call it pregnancy. I've heard you call it vacation now. <laughs> it's a vacation <laughs> test. If you take it, it comes back positive. You test positive for a five day vacation. You get a five day vacation. What about yeah. why did you? Why were you calling it pregnant the other day? It was not a five. It was a, that was horrible. <laughs> that's horrible that's the worst vacation yeah it really is I, a vacation where no, you have to sit in bed and be alone no 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 everybody in the house had it so it didn't matter oh i didn't know that everybody had yeah, it. yeah yeah jess had it i had it and we assume owen had it before us damn we assume that's how we contracted it he brought it um, home from daycare brought it home from daycare yep that's exactly what happened no um, story. the only reason that we even tested was because the babysitter uh had got a phone call from another parent and was like, hey, so-and-so tested positive for COVID. And so she was like, hmm, I'm sick, but I thought it was strep. So she went and tested COVID. And then, um, so then Jess is like, well, maybe we got it. I was like, all right, okay, we'll go see. So I went and got some tests and came back and tested. I was like, motherfucker. Mm-hmm. Yep. But it was just a cold. Like, honestly, yeah, I know. This, this is, of the four times that I've had it now, this is the easiest. Delta was the worst. Yeah, I don't know which was which, but I remember the first time being the worst. Like the, it was just like I felt the shittiest, and it lasted the longest. And then next, yeah. that, you're right; it's exactly it. You get sick at all these days. Like you're like, yeah. I have a slightly sore throat ever, and I feel fine otherwise. It's like, well, probably Wrong. COVID. Like, <laughs> <laughs> there's no way to know unless you take a test. You're just like, well, yeah. it has the same symptoms as a cold. I mean, obviously, a lot of people had some serious shit happen, but like for most people, yeah. it's just been like all the symptoms of every sickness. Headaches or throat, yep. tired, like, you know, just. I had a little bit of fatigue a couple days 
uh, during it, but I really didn't like slow down. I just worked at the house, did stuff at the house, but being like pinned up at the house and not being able to come in here and do stuff. And then also like not being able to go get anything to do stuff at the house. Also, I was like, this sucks. Yeah. So I'm like, sure. I wasn't prepared for the Rona. I need to have like a stockpile of like shit to do at the house. Guess so. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Anyhow. Uh, what are you doing tomorrow? Uh, tomorrow I'm going to pick up a certain pickup truck that I haven't seen for a long time. Pick up a pickup. I'm going to pick up a pickup. Is it a truggy? It's it's starting to look like one, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I haven't seen any photos. Yes, you did. I sent one, <laughs> but only to Mike? you and no one else. <laughs> um, the uh, yeah, yeah. Sorry. So I so what happens when I open my phone up. Mm-hmm. You get distracted immediately. Distracted immediately. Read a text message. You completely off. Five class. seconds and you were you were done. Stupid. Fucking Steve. It looks like a truggy. I like it. It looks pretty fucking good. I'm excited to see it when he gets the fenders put back on. It would be excellent. I guess how, what all do you need to do to it before core? Nothing. Core fenders on it? Dude, I okay, so the plan was to pick the truck up. What is today? Sunday? Yesterday. Saturday. Okay. I was gonna leave first thing in the morning on Friday. Bray was like, what do you think about giving me two more days? And I was like, I mean, yeah, you know, whatever you need. He's like, I've been working till three in the morning every day to try to get this done. And he's like, I'm so I'm like 99 percent there. He's like, but I just like really need some sleep. And I was like, it's cool. Dude, we had a deadline and he was going to make it. And I was like, go to sleep and we'll just I'll just pick it up on Monday. I got the day off. Obviously, it's Labor Day, whatever. And he was like. And he was like, I'll have the fenders cut and installed for you. I was like, dude, that was the biggest oh, thing. I was amazing. like, I was like, how am I going to find time to do that? He's like, nope. He's like, I already feel bad enough. It's taking this long. I'm going to give it back out. to you ready to go. Why are you going to pick it up this Monday when you could just wait 14 days and go pick it up on your way? Uh, I'm going to pick it up because I haven't seen it in a long time. I'd like to bring it home. <laughs> I'd like to do a full like bull check. Go. I'm going to put it yeah. on lift. I'm going to change the oil. How long has it been since it's been driven? Uh, since core last year, so a year. Uh, oh, yeah, bring it home and just daily it for the next 14 days. I was definitely gonna at least drive it to work, you know, make mm-hmm. sure it feels good, put it on the lift, check everything mm-hmm. underneath, you know, check fluids, change the oil, stuff like that, check yep. the tires, and drive <laughs> it home. Work. And if everything feels good, unfortunately, I don't have a ditch to flex out in anymore. Oh, really? It's a ditch in front no. of my house, it's very flat here. Well, yeah. Mm, that's there's like there's a, a like tree line behind your house. There's no hills in that. Uh, well, no there's ravines. nowhere to there's nowhere to get a truck into. I mean, the trees are you know a foot apart. That's why you got the bumper on the front. Yeah, right. Just push them over. <laughs> nah, it's fine. I mean, I guess if I really wanted to, I could try to sneak in a Badlands run like next weekend. I don't know. Like, yeah, I get that. Just I mean, he's only thirty minutes away. So well, I mean, last time I picked it up from him, I I mean, I he literally put it back together. I took it to core, wheeled, and brought it back there. I okay. mean, it should be wheeling ready. Like it's it, last time it was wheeled, it was fine, and I brought it back to him like ready to wheel. So hopefully, it's still ready to wheel. So here's what we're gonna do. I'm gonna take the KJ wheeling tomorrow. Okay, and then I'm gonna get the transfer case fixed for the Jeep and get it put in. Yeah, that's important. Both of us are going to go do a shakedown next weekend. And then we're going to go wheeling the following weekend. 
Man, that is ambitious right there. <laughs> That's really ambitious. I don't know that I can who's gonna make a, who's gonna make a meme now about are you on wheel on Friday though? <laughs> wheel, wheel every weekend. I definitely can't make Friday. I might be a um, Oh, I, I can't. I, I, would, I, would have to, I would have to do Sunday next weekend. But I mean, it's uh, not like a full day. You only just shoot over there at eight o'clock in the morning and and wheel for two, three hours real quick. Just kind of make a lap around the park and kind of flex it and juice it and stab the brakes a few times. Make sure everything works good and load her back on the trailer for you is no big deal. You know, half hour drive. If I thought I could that. bring Elliot with me, I feel like uh, I'd totally be down. The only yeah. reason I say that is because he's oh. been a handful today and Patty's been watching him pretty much nonstop. So I could like, we had mm. our house painted. I've been trying to put the house back together. And you so I've painted. been just like, yeah, we have, you notice this groom's gray now and not lavender. Yeah. When did uh, you get that done? Last week. Really? Yeah. All week we had a single guy do it. It was a, uh, you would know this if you listen to the total offer podcast, but it's fine. Right. I'll, I'll be quick because the <laughs> listeners already know this. Okay. Uh, my, my barber had a guy who paints professionally, but he paints on the side. Mm-hmm. And he, he told me he like was while he was cutting my hair, he was like, Oh, it's my painter. And I was like, give me his number. And immediately I was like, <laughs> he gave me a quote. I was like, when can you start? We went and bought paint. Boom. Done. Well, how many, how many rooms do you paint? Everything's but the bathrooms, the entire house. Jesus. Yep. What was the cost? Uh, 17, 1700. Yeah. Wow. Our last quote was 5,000. So no shit. Yeah, so I was happy to pay seventeen hundred. Seventeen hundred is a fucking deal for like three thousand square foot house. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, I mean we bought the paint, but oh, you bought the paint. Yeah, we bought the how paint. Much but... having, how much you have in paint? Gosh, I don't know, a few hundred bucks. Oh, that's not too bad. I mean, it was less than it was right around half of what it was going to cost to have a professional, like to have a company do it. Yeah. After yeah. paint and, and tape and everything else, yeah, right. It makes a but difference. It took a long time. Have overhead. That was, yeah, yeah, that was the thing. It was one guy doing it. So it took him a full week to do it every day, eight hours a day, nine hours a day, whatever. Holy cow. Yeah. But he did it. It looks Jesus. good. And it, it was a good deal. So, yeah. And he put 1700 bucks in his pocket. And exactly. he's like, hell yeah. He said that he works Crazy for like heavy. one of the like local, how, what do you call it? Like housing places, like for dorms and stuff. And he says, oh, yeah. once the students move in, he's not that busy. So he tells his boss he's taking a week off and they're like, uh-huh. oh, whatever. Yep. Yep. It's not really his main job. He's probably not as a paint, you know, he's not working for a painting company. Yeah. You know, he probably exactly. just does general, general whatever for the dorms. So mm-hmm. it's not really like moonlighting per se. He's just yeah. taking a week's vacation and going and fucking getting some change in his pocket. Yeah. That's good. Double his salary for a week. Probably. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. So hot damn. That's a good deal. I, f- I feel like that's a fucking swinging deal. It was, and Patty's super stoked because every day she was just like, "I hate how our house looks. I hate living here." And it was, it was just too, like, "All right, calm down." Too for her, wasn't it? <laughs> it was, no, she's hating the colors. Character. Yeah, didn't have enough character for it her. It was not our house. Yeah, I see. That makes sense. Was, and now it is because she, I, she was like, "You can go buy the paint." I was like, "Hail to the no!" I was like, "You walk into that store, <laughs> you tell them what colors you want, and then we'll all have it done." I was like, "There's no way I'm picking those colors." I love it. I was like, I don't so, really care what it looks like in here, and you do. So now it's I'm excited good. to come. I'm excited to come back and see what uh, all the rest of the house looks like. That'd be cool. It's mostly dark gray and light gray. There's two oh, two colors. The most of the rooms are dark gray, and most of the like big living spaces are light gray, with a few exceptions. Nice. But yeah, it's, it's nice. Good. Nice. I like it. Right on. Okay, more four wheeling stuff. What are we talking about this week? I was saying that 
I would love to go four wheeling next weekend, yes. but only if I could bring the sun because Patty needs a break. Um, and I, I just am not sure if he's ready to go bounce around and some rocks with me. So let me ask you why you say that. I just don't know if his little body can handle the, the beatings. As, has he fallen on the tile floor and smacked his face off it? Oh, like 45 times yesterday. What makes you think that's not worse than a rock? Worse than a rock. Know. I don't know. It's probably fine. It's probably fine. So I, I used to know. tell Jess, I'm like, I've literally watched this kid fall off like a, he was climbing on something in the kitchen and fell off and just smacked his head right off the thing. I was like, I can tell you right now, rock crawling is not that rough. I guess, I guess my, my concern isn't really so much, okay, obviously it's partially that he might get injured or hurt his neck or something. I don't know. The, mm-hmm. the main thing is that he usually doesn't really want to be seated in a car. And I'm not going to chase oh. him around an off-road park. Like, so if like uh, he's yeah, pissed yeah. the whole time and screaming and crying, like, I'm just going to be like, well, I was here for five minutes. See you guys. Like, I wonder if that's mostly because he's facing backwards. No, he's facing forward now. Oh, really? Yeah. Still doesn't like it. No. Well, he doesn't mind being in my truck because mm. he can see out the window in Patty's mm-hmm. car. For some reason, we can't figure out how to get the seat right where he's like up high enough. Mm-hmm. It's like too tilted or something. I don't know. Whatever. Um. So he doesn't seem to mind the truck and he might be okay in snow day. It's just, I don't really know how that's going to go. And until he's old enough to know what's going on, like yeah. he might kind of know what's going on. If he's not like, say a sentence old enough. Like if I could be yeah. like, Hey buddy, we're going to go off road. And he's like, cool, dad. Sounds like fun. That's different than dad, dad truck. <laughs> yeah. That's what Owen said yesterday. I was watching Jeremy's new video of their trip down to Winrock and he comes into the office. I, I just set up a new computer at the house and he comes into the office and I'm sitting there just kind of watching it. And he's like, what's, what's this? And I was like, Oh, it's Jeremy's new video. Oh, he's like, I'll watch it for a couple minutes. And he's like, I want to go wheeling in the blue Jeep. I was like, Are you taking him with you tomorrow? Yeah, absolutely. That's awesome, man. A topless, topless Liberty wheeling with a toddler. Dude, let's go. Is he still considered a toddler? I don't know what considered. What's a toddler? Yeah, he's three. He's toddler. Okay. I don't know when, yeah. when, when you move from toddler to like, I don't know, child, kid, child, something. Child. I don't know what age that is. I'm not there yet, obviously. Yeah. I think it's older than three. Okay. Mm-hmm. Can, can he use stairs? Um, like, can he go up and down stairs yeah. without any help? Yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. I've been trying. I just installed a baby gate at the bottom of the stairs today, mm-hmm. and he's like 18 months old. And I'm like, "Is this stupid? Is like in six months, am I not gonna like wish I hadn't even bothered with this?" Meh, it'd be fine. Six like, months. Currently, he can go up easy, but we're worried he's gonna like tumble down the stairs. So he's just not that tall. That's the issue, right? He just like you know he wants to step down like an adult, but like that don't work. Your legs ain't long enough, bud. <laughs> Yeah, that's what, and they'll have that problem until they're, like two, until they're like two and a half or three or something like that. Okay, so I guess it's good to install yeah. it. Anyway, wheeling with kids. Wheeling. So you're going to take your kid off road. Yes. So do you put him in a big floppy hat or you just douse him in sunscreen? <clears throat> oh my God, we're going to put him in a big floppy hat because he's going to get smoked. I was thinking about that. I need to work on that today. <laughs> if we're taking that thing, I need to go source a fucking op of some variety. Yeah, something. you could make shift something, something real quick with some zip ties yeah. and shit. Just just enough for you know. A I'd love to go find like a, a mesh net, like the um, like the top flag mm-hmm. material. Actually, I have a fucking flag. I wonder if that motherfucker. Hmm. Oh, like an actual top, like a full size top flag. Mm-hmm. Would that just work? Just use the flag as the top. Mm-hmm. It's actually kind of awesome. Dude, I'm gonna have to investigate that situation. I kind of love that um, idea. 
right? Uh, what my thought was that I'd like to do, Brendan and I were talking about this. You can buy that uh, the the mesh material that the um, the swag the the trash bags that we got last year for this mm-hmm. event. That yeah. mesh material you can buy that. That's actually a, a boat like. I don't know if it's a sail material. It's like a boat screen material or some shit like that. You can buy it from like sailing companies or something. Um, anyway, we were kind of discussing picking up some of that and then reinforcing it and putting uh, snaps, button snaps mm-hmm. um, into it. Just um, those kind of crimp into it. Yep. Putting those in and then screwing the other side of the button to the top of the roll cage. That's and then a you neat just idea. Snap it, snap it all in. And then you could drive with it. Yeah, yeah. It could be but on also, the truck on the way to the park and it wouldn't, you know, yeah. fly off the wind. Yeah, just make it tight enough so it just kind of goes on tight and put enough button snaps in the... You could do a button snap line across the center to keep it from, you know, doing oh, too much yeah. of that. Wanting to come up in the middle, yeah. Yep, yep, yep. So anyway, we kind of discussed that, but haven't really looked into how to achieve it yet. So is that stuff waterproof or is it like water's going to like yeah, slowly like, drip through it? Oh, no, it'll go through it. Yeah, it's a screen. Yeah, it's not like it won't be like an actual top. But it it'll would be keep, cool at some point to, to have a canvas that you could drive in the rain with it. But I'm just wondering if it would keep the UV off you. Like if it's mesh, yeah, is it still going to pass through or not? Yeah, it'll pass through, but it won't be as bad as, you know, it'll be 70 or 80%. Better than full sun. Right. You like wearing some SPF 30? Yeah, exactly. That um, is a neat idea. So have you done anything to the topless Liberty to make it more off-road worthy or nothing? Like it's still open, open. You never rolled uh, the rear end, did you? Or did you? Nope. nope. It's just going to be a trail rig. It's going to be a trail riding rig. A trail, trail riding rig still needs to have one in welded. <laughs> it would be ideal if it had a, if a pause track or a locker in it. I just haven't messed with it. Well, the spider gears in the truck. So let's, uh, Okay, let me segue while we're discussing this. Hold on one second. I have to, one reason, one thing I need to do is respond to my father because he sent me some pictures of some uh, copper or some brass fire extinguishers. That he wants polished? Uh Uh-uh. He does not want them polished. If he Uh -uh. doesn't want them polished, then why did he ask you about them? Hold on. They're at a a swap meet. Oh, he wants to know if you want them to polish them. Mm Mm-hmm. I mean, a brass fire extinguisher would be really sick polished. Everyone's picturing that in their minds right now. They're like, damn, I want like a gold ass fire extinguisher. They're old. They're antique fire extinguishers. Um, And they have uh, like a big twist, like a big twisty round handle on top that you unscrew. Oh, nice. You know? Yeah, they're really cool. Here, I'll show you. I can show you. Oh, oh, yeah. So you see they're in pretty bad shape. Obviously, it's all tarnished up and green on the bottom. That's two of them, and then there's another one. Right. Nope, that's a milk can. Over chair. There's your one. Oh, nice. Yeah. Yeah, and they'll they'll shine up. They'll they'll look like brand new. They'll polish up like a brand new penny. And then you sell, and you market those, and some firefighter buys them for his house. Uh, Yeah, or you could, you know, if you wanted to, you can market them by making videos of the pol- of the process in which case you are not necessarily marketing the fire extinguisher um how they get pressurized unless they're missing something well nobody's going to use them anyway they're just for display repairs yeah. how cheap can you get them is the question but don't discuss that with your dad while we're recording a podcast figure that out oh, later then we do well i i need to because i want him to get it up uh I want him to pick them up. I don't want him to miss out on the deal. 
So okay. sorry that you guys are having to listen listen to that a little bit. What one? But uh, he said thirty five a piece for the ones with tags with badges on them. So oh damn, that's cheap. Yeah, it's like seventy five bucks for all three of them. See if he'll take that. He's like, I don't know how they're pressurized. Don't worry about that. I'll figure that out. Right. <laughs> um, but uh, uh, anyway, you market the polishing process on YouTube and social mm-hmm. media. And so you kind of make your money back off of that side and selling products such as strictly metal polish yep, uh, to clean up your brass and coppers. And then after that, you donate these to firehouses. would be cool. That would be awesome. Yeah. All yeah, right. So be, back to be... wheeling the Liberty. So, <laughs> so I saw someone, yeah, we, okay. someone so, was asking the other day mm-hmm. on some page on Facebook about welding their, their diff. And then someone was like, Oh yeah. And then now that everything, my carrier is going to be warped or something. And I was like, okay, or mm. pull the cover, clean it out with some brake clean, weld it yep. in the truck. That was one to the carrier in the truck and slap yep. it all back together. And everyone's like, that's crazy. You're insane. Well, guess what? Snow Day's been tough. Always doing that forever. Yeah. I've <laughs> <laughs> done all of them. That's what now, I granted. So I did the the eight and a quarter that was in um that was in low key originally. I welded that rear diff in the Jeep and we welded the spiders to them to each other. Mm-hmm. We put a ball in the middle of weld. And then I think that's right. At least I welded all the spiders to themselves and then welded all the spiders to the carrier. Yeah, exactly. And uh, did that on, I think, both sides, I want to say. I feel like you could get to both sides on that carrier. Drove it. I did that. Went to the Badlands on the 4th of July with every intention of breaking those axles. I actually welded the front axle also. So it was welded front and rear on 30... They were worn ass, regrooved 33 inch uh, SXs. So they're probably 30 and a half inch tall or something like that. And right. I just, I mean, I beat the fucking brakes off of it. Just everything I could throw at it. This is in 2008. I'm and, just picturing uh, your axle just like flopping up and down, just like beating the shocks up, like trying no to like fucks, get, get traction. Like, well, the, the, at the time, the lift kit was fucking all, I don't know, a couple months old. Um, I think that's right. I'm pretty sure that's I hear it. Anyway, um, I welded front and rear axles, went out there and beat the ever living brakes off it. I got it stuck. I actually ended up turtling in the quarry on like a rock, and I and somebody was like, "Well, let me pull you off." I was like, "Nah, fuck that." It just, it's just like spinning, <laughs> you know, left and right on the uh on the belly pan as I'm just giving it hell. I'm like, I don't give like if it breaks, good. And like the closer we got to Sunday, the worse it got. You know, the harder I would try right. to break it. And I tried and tried and never fucking broke it. Um, ended up pulling the stub, pulling the axle shafts on the front diff. What the fuck did I do? I ended up doing something so I could drive it on the street still. So it wasn't a welded front diff on the streets. Left the rear welded. Uh, the pinion bearing ended up getting smoked in the front diff. Not real long after that. I I almost feel like, I don't know. I don't remember what I did. Either way, um, pinion bearing ended up getting smoked in the front diff, so I pulled the front drive shaft out of it, and it only had stubs, outer stubs in it, so it makes me wonder if I like ran it with no fluid in it, which would be weird, but whatever. Um, just no axles. No just fluid. no axle shafts. Yeah, because it was welded, yeah. so you had to, right? Um, anyway, ended up pulling that, so the front, so had no front diff. This was like... September, October, 
roughly of 2008. And then, um, cause I remember it was still decent outside. And then I ended up, uh, and then I ended up doing something else. Um, I went to go to dinner. This was like fall maybe, or like late fall, maybe even starting into winter. I went to lunch, um, with the family over at like red lobster. I was backed into a parking spot and I went to go leave. Of course, yeah, I got 30 inch tires on this thing and a welded rear diff. Like it's a blast to drive around and it was raining. It's starting to sprinkle, whatever. Yep. Somebody will pull out of this parking spot. And I had been just sliding this thing around town for weeks um, with the welded rear diff and mostly bald tires, TSLs. And uh, I went to go leave that spot and I kind of goosed it to get out of that spot. And it's just like, Whoop. but at the same time, it went, Whoop. it went, Whoop. and I was like, uh oh. What was that? And like, as I'm driving it home, which red lobster to my old house was, you know, not even a mile. And, uh, as I'm driving it home, it's just like clunk, 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 clunk. Mm-hmm. I'm like, Oh boy, can we make it home? And I finally, I got it to the house, pulled it up in the driveway, put it in park. And I was like, all right, she's done. And, uh, mm-hmm. my buddy Chad came over with his truck and we towed it out to the shop, put it on the trailer and towed it to the shop. And I ended up pulling that diff apart a couple years later and what actually happened was it broke. Oh, hold on. You yeah. towed it to the shop, yeah. set it there, and then waited two years to oh, look no, no. at it. I already had the nine inch and the 44 built. They oh, were just sitting there. Okay. They were just waiting to go underneath the Jeep. It was, I was literally, those axles were on their last hurrah because I knew that we were getting ready to load the uh, other ones in there. So Got I don't it. know if my timeline is correct, but whatever it was, this is roughly how this went down. And, um, so a, a year, a couple of years later, we took that eight and a quarter to, we needed to salvage some parts out of it or something needed something out of it. And I went and got it and we pulled it apart and it had broke the carrier. It had cracked the carrier all the way around wow. and all the welds are good. Everything was still intact. That's nice. why it made it as far as it did. But what happened was when it cracked the carrier, it dropped the, um, the, retainment bolt that holds the pin, the center pin in mm-hmm. had come out and Ooh. the pin was starting to work its way down. I think that's Uh-oh. right. Either that, either that or I broke the pin in half. Uh, it's been a decade since we yeah, did yeah. that. So that sounds like a lot of fun. Either way, that eight and a quarter held up just fucking fine. I can't believe it made it home with the pin starting to walk out. You're lucky it didn't just lock the rear end up. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. But yeah, I was thinking it broke the teeth off the thing or broke something else, but no, it was fine. The shafts were fine and everything. It was the pin was starting to walk out. Nice. Yep. So anyway, uh, yeah, I should weld the eight and a quarter under the Liberty. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, it would just make it slightly more capable off road. It would make it a I mean, lot. Oh, my God. I don't know when the last time you took it off road was the last time I okay. saw you wheel with that thing. You were struggling to go up some shit. Yeah, because I was trying to go up shit that it probably IFS front end really didn't mm-hmm. need to be going up. Yeah, that's true. I'm trying sure, to decide yeah. if I'm trailering it tomorrow or driving it. I think I'm going to trailer it. I'll just drive it. You just drive it? I don't know. It's got a bad front wheel bearing. Oh, maybe you should trailer it. Well, I'm, yeah, it's, I it's have more concerned about the comfort of your toddler than you. Yeah, that's what I was kind of thinking, too. Like, ride all day, you know, drive an hour over there with the wind and everything, and then... Maybe not. Maybe just take the truck as a backup. The wind would be a lot for him, I feel like. Yeah, because the backseat of the, of the Liberty is windy as shit. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. So we we never really driven with Elliot uh, and the windows open. But the other day, mm-hmm. uh, me and my buddy Kyle went to a beer festival over here. 
and Elliot was obviously Elliot had a ride with us because Patty was giving us a ride and we had the windows down and he thought it was the best thing in the world having the wind in his face. It's like it's something he never experienced before. He was like, what? Oh, and it was just like so funny to hear him like loving it. And we were like, oh, OK, cool. We were kind of worried you would hate this, but nope, you love it. Mm hmm. Kids are like that. Owen wants the windows down when it's cold outside. I'm like, no. <laughs> then he'll like throw a fit. I want my window down. Kids are just right. a little heater, man. They move around saw, so much. Just... I'm going to roll that fucker down and let him have it. Here you go. Enjoy, bud. Yeah, I'm cold. Yeah, you wanted the window down. Mm. Now you're going to suffer through it, asshole. <laughs> that's some that's some solid parenting right there that's it you gotta let them learn their own lessons that's it <laughs> sometimes you do oh, um, uh yeah so anyway um i was thinking about this the other day so actually i was watching jeremy's video yesterday and this is i kind of want to make i i almost wish i still had the top tiktok still up and running so i could um, log into it and make a video. But what I want to do is I want to make, I was thinking about a video. Uh, Jeremy was watching, he was kind of spotting slash videoing Eric Molnar up one of the trails and uh, Eric didn't have a rear locker. And so as he's trying to come up, the front wheels start kind of bucking a little bit, you know, and, mm -hmm. and you hear Jeremy easy, easy. And I kind of want to make a video about that being like, you hear Jeremy saying that, you know, easy here. And You've seen other videos where guys are just like flat on the throttle, you know, just beat oh, the yeah. shit out of it, no big deal. And I want to like kind of explain the difference of like the situation is that like Eric has a Dana 30 under the front of it, which is likely a stock 30 or has maybe, you know, some upgrades in it, gears, locker, maybe uh, some chromo shifts, but still he's running 37 inch tires. And so like there's a point to understand like the, where you have to understand like how much where you're at on your like um <laughs> what do you call it? like a like a scale like a percentage of used um strength essentially like the axle has 100% of strength to give if you're on like 29 inch tires you're only using 50% of the strength if you're on 37s you're using 98% of the strength <laughs> you know what yeah, I mean you're a ticking time bomb yeah exactly and so like that's where you can't do that whole the bucking and the hopping and all that stuff. I was kind of looking at that and I was like, man, that's what's kind of cool about having overbuilt stuff, such as one tons under a Toyota, like some dumb people have. Oh yeah, because you never have to worry about breaking an axle. If you do, yeah. it's gonna be a fluke. Like something was cracked. It was not it wasn't because you were giving it too much beans. Right. Yeah. And so it's like there's something to that to having a overbuilt drive line versus your maybe drive train or you know, the vehicle itself, you know, way bigger axles than tires. It's like, man, I kind of wish that I had that. Well, I kind of wish that I could just get into a situation and just beat the brakes off of it and not have to worry. Well, they still make super duty axles. There's plenty of them in junkyards. You mean like the set that's in the side yard? Oh, I forgot about that. <laughs> well, you keep talking about how you love your Dana 44 because it's so small. Oh, it gives you the I extra clearance. It. It does, you love that the is clearance. Nice. That's the nice. only thing that you love about it. Probably. Yeah, it's probably the only thing I love about it. Yeah, I'm pretty excited. I mean, it's nice enough. It works, but... What are you excited about? Oh, I'm yeah, excited you know, about my, my Snowfighter 60, because <laughs> then I'm going to be... I'm already... Like, my Dana 44 is already fine. Once I have that 60 in there, I'm going to be a lot more confident. 
Oh yeah, it's gonna be wonderful. I'm gonna be breaking, breaking outer U joints every two times I go out or whatever. Man, I'm gonna be confident for you. Confident that you're gonna drag <laughs> that motherfucker everywhere. And it's got a roll cage. <laughs> so I'm just gonna be like, wop, 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 wop. just kidding. It doesn't do that. It's a TV entry. It's, it's, it's gonna be <laughs> <laughs> it's just barely turning, just, like, God yeah. help me. <laughs> oh, but you know what though? It's gonna be on five thirteens. Oh, are you gonna upgrade? Well, the front so Corolla was running. Oh, so are you going to 480 swap it? I should, but I'm not going to originally. You I'm going to leave it. Just hope I should. Oh my god, I know you I should. Absolutely should 480 e swap it because you are lacking in overdrive as you. Oh, it's going to be bad are. on the highway. It's going to be real bad. It it's going to be, gonna be 55 terrible. all out. Yeah. 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 All yeah. out. <laughs> all out. Every everything she's got. You're going to love that fucking crawl though. I'm going to love having the power because yeah, going from 49 nice. to 513 is going to be that low speed control has been one of my, my biggest uh, complaints about that truck. You have a 480 or a, a turbo 400 now. That's right. It's got um, such a dependable transmission in it, but yeah, that lack of overdrive is, is not great. So yeah, um, I might do that. And my 241 would bolt right up. I mean, literally the whole thing would just bolt in. It's just I'd have to figure out a way to control it. And like you said before, it was your idea originally when we talked about this. Just get the computer and the harness for a 94 pickup that had a 480 and a 350 and just plug it in and walk away. Like, it's not even a swap almost. It's like you just put the parts in. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, That's that would be awesome. Mm-hmm. I mean, the harness would be a pain in the ass. It'd be nice if I could just figure out how to like splice the transmission in, assuming there aren't like extra connectors, just different connectors. Um, just because obviously taking apart a whole old harness would be a pain. But the, they also uh, make standalone controllers if I wanted to go that route. I thought we were kind of discussing that you could just grab a harness out of a ninety-five, like three-quarter ton. 95 three quarter ton that already has a 350 TBI and a 480 E. Just go out yes. to the junkyard, grab the entire harness ECM, and just. No, you, it. you are correct. It's okay. just that that harness is integrating a lot of things. It's just a lot to take out. Is it? Okay. Yeah, it's not like, as easy as just unbolting it at the bulkhead and then just fucking rolling. I mean, it it kind of is. Maybe. But I okay. don't know. Like, Could that be just a bunch of like a handful of beers and us in the shop for a weekend? I just need Probably. to clear out a weekend Probably. over the winter. Probably. Just come over and hang out with Mike. I'll sleep in the backseat. Also, there's um, the ex- there's the expense of buying a 4L80E. I mean, obviously, it's not like it's super cheap. You would know this, wouldn't you, Steve? Um, well, it's not I'm the not, cheapest thing. Well, I'm just saying, I'm not going to put a yeah. junkyard transmission in it. I would, at the very least, right. have it rebuilt. Mm. If, yeah, I, if I acquired one. Probably two grand. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like, yeah, it's yeah. like it's just two grand plus going and what? Take right. a harness out of a junkyard truck and hoping it's not fucked. Yeah. You said you do currently have a turbo 400. Yeah. Yeah. I'd be really tempted to just do a built 4L60E. Uh, I yeah. know what you're thinking. <laughs> I, I'm not really thinking anything. What, what okay. are you thinking? Well, the reason I say that is because of the first gear advantage oh because it's th- like 3.1 instead of 2.8 2.5 it's pretty bad whatever it is 2.48 yeah it's real real bad 2. probably 5. yeah oem was 2.48 mm-hmm. and then like 
Yeah, it's, what's the 4060? Is like 3.5, 3.6? No, it's like 3.1, 3.2, I think. Oh, really? Yeah, I don't think. But it's still, that's a pretty significant difference. Oh, it is. It's, three, it is. it's one, basically, three to one first gear. So it's better. It's a half a, half a rotation better. But yeah. um, it's a little bit better first gear. A whole lot better fourth gear, though. Uh, yeah, 0.7 versus one. Yeah, that doesn't <laughs> sound like much, but uh, that, that multiplication is quite a bit better. It is better. Yes, having um, a four speed would be better for sure. And then 480E, and the 480E would be the same first gear, and then, yeah, 0.75 to one fourth. So, Jesus Christ. Uh, <laughs> reverse two to one. It, Crazy. It, it would be nice for sure. And I, I really considered yeah. just re-gearing the front back to 410 and sticking with what I have. Mm, I don't but like because, that. I mean, well, mm, no. because the truck is used primarily for off-road, yes. it made more sense to leave the Dana gears and re-gear the 14 bolt. Not to mention ease. The ease, ease of yeah. re-gearing the 14 yeah. bolt is like, you know, I don't know, a couple hours worth of Dana's pain in the ass. And going back, like, all, not that the TBI struggles at 410, but 513 would probably be really close to like a factory gear. Yeah, I would that's think. probably true. Yeah. Yeah, potentially. Um, and that would be nice. That would be really nice to basically be on 38s and the drive train basically thinks it's under stock load. It's true. It should be nice for a lot of reasons. Mm-hmm. I'm sure I the roll cage is going to add some weight. So, you know, lower gears would be nice for that, too. What's the old timeline for the 60 swap? There's no timeline for that. I'm just going to wheel it with the 44 until I have time. I don't even know if I can put it in because the way Growy had it set up, oh. uh, it's got high steer and I don't think oh, yeah, that's going to clear my frame. Right. So I feel like what I'm going to do is next time I break the 44, I'm just going to like roll the 60 under there and see if it will fit. And if not, then take a lot of stuff off and like grind all the mounts and shit. And then eventually, well, I mean, when I say mounts, I mean that shock mounts and hydro assist stuff, because obviously the perches are fine. Mm-hmm. And uh, and if everything fits great, and maybe just run high steer, which would be nice. You know, it would be nice not to have the the tie rod run into rocks and stuff. Um, but if it doesn't fit, then I'll just go back to what I'm running now. Yeah, we'll see. Alrighty, let me do some math, sir. Oh, what the fuck? Hmm. Oh, what are you trying to figure oh, out, Stephen? I am actually, let's see here. I want to solve for, uh, I'm actually using a, a gear ratio calculator currently. And what I'm doing is I'm inputting in your factory gears. And um, putting in your Wait. factory gears. Uh-huh. Oh, you're trying to figure out tire size I'm versus working, gear to see what. Yeah. Yep. If it's exactly I'm the same. Back from that to see what uh, what would be a factory gear. So the number two remember currently would be twenty five nine two point nine nine. Okay, remember that two five nine two point nine nine. Now we're going to solve for gear ratio, and we're going to do sixty miles per hour on a thirty eight inch tall tire. And Could. the 2592.99. And calculate. 489 gears will get you back to a stock uh, ratio. 
It's really close. CD488s. Yeah. So 513s would put you just under stock. It'd be like you running a 28 inch tall tire on your factory 373 gears. It's perfect. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Just about. That'd be fan fantastic. So basically, yeah. Yeah. Roughly. Wouldn't it have been a so, lot easier to just divide the tire size by the gear ratio and then just figure that number for the new tire size? Instead of like final drive ratio, wouldn't you just take like, okay, so I had a 32 original because it was a Z71 mm-hmm. divided by like what, 3.42 or whatever. Oh, did it have 342s? I don't know. And then we'll take that. Sierra GT didn't come in with 342s. Uh, well, my. My 94 Z71 that is now a show truck did. I feel like the CRGT might have had 373s. Yeah. Maybe. That's wild. Yeah. I'm surprised the Z71 had 342s. I don't know what to tell you. That's definitely the stock, what the stock year was when I got the one truck. But Snow Day, I don't remember for some reason. Mm Mm-hmm. Okay, so we did the math on the 32 divided by, which I don't think that truck had a 32-inch tall stock tire. So 38, yeah, it did 9.35. It did? Uh, if you took a, like a, a 265, 75, 16, it's like 31.6 inches tall. Yeah. So I'm just saying 32 for, for you know, simplicity's well, sake. I was, I was guessing it was probably like a, like a two, like that truck would have factory. I guess I was thinking that truck would have came with like a 275 or a 235, 75, 15. But yeah, I guess it did come with a 16. So the Z71s a two. had a 265, 75, yeah. 16. I think the stock size otherwise would have been a 245, 75, 16. The early ones, like 88 and 89, yeah, they were small. They were like a yeah. 235. No, 235, yeah. 75, 15 was the two old drives. So oddly, oh, my, my old two, Tahoe, two, yeah. it came with a 265, 70, 16. No, really? Yeah. yeah. Really? That's yeah. actually the factory size. You're sure it's mm-hmm. not just what was on it? No, that was the factory size. Weird. Mm-hmm. Dude, some that of the early four by fours came with a two twenty five seventy five sixteen. Oh boy! Yeah, like eighty eight, eighty nine. Pretty sure. Oh yeah, crazy. Yeah, small. So you, like you look at some of the smaller tires. Yeah, like twenty nine mm-hmm. inch, thirty inch tall. I mean, even still, that's a thirty by nine. Yeah. So maybe. yeah, but uh, so yeah, that'll be cool. Go to five thirteens. I mean, obviously, that's going to be another long project. I mean, I nothing gets done around here. That's the thing. Like, so, so wait, who knows give me, let's, uh, let's see. I got two for 55. You want the other three? What? What are you talking about right now? Oh, you're talking about you're, you're uh, back on fire uh, extinguishers right yeah, now. I'm back on fire extinguishers. Yeah, you guys don't come compare to the fire extinguishers. Sorry. Terrible. <laughs> Steve comes back for one podcast like every two months. And all he does is he texts his dad about polishing fire extinguishers. Yeah, it's uh, the okay. Well, <laughs> give you an instance. I've been polishing for seven years, and I've seen three of these total. Okay, so you should probably get them. Oh, Stephen. Yep. But anyway, so let's, yeah. re- let's finish out that equation. You were trying to math me. You did. You did a thirty-two divided by three point seven three. Yeah. Uh huh. And then how are you going to reverse that? Oh, I just take a 38 divided by 8.6. Oh. And it gives me 4.41, 4.42 ish. 
So a four a four point four to one rear end would be essentially the same. So five thirteen is more than enough. But if it had originally come with three seventy threes, so let's say thirty two divided by three point seven three. Oh no, that was what I did. If it came with three forty twos originally, okay, so thirty two by three point four two. 9.35. Let's take 38 by 9.35. Then it would be yeah. a 410. 410 would be correct for fixing really? it. Really? 4.06. So, so close enough. Really? And so that's intriguing. So then currently it right now it kind of is close to a stock what would have been three forty twos on the thirty-two? Changed tire sizes so many times that I've uh, yeah. installed dip switches on the drag module so that the speedometer would be right. Or maybe I didn't on that one. I think it was the 91 I installed dip switches. <laughs> I have so many old pickups. So anyway, what is a dip switch? So in the 91, I took out the cluster because the it doesn't have a drag module. So I took out the cluster and I soldered in little switches to the board that you adjust for tire size and gear ratio to get your speedometer right. No on shit. the 94s, there's a drag module that's mounted underneath the glove box. So you just pull the glove box out. And on that one, I think that they're like basically a picture of staple that's soldered in. And there's okay. like eight spots. And you only have to solder. You solder in. Uh, there's Maybe there's 16. And you solder eight of them in a sequence for the transmission and eight of them in sequence for the engine or for the speedometer. What the fuck? <laughs> yeah. And so I just basically do the math, get it as close as I can, go out and drive with a GPS speedometer. And then if it's not right, then I pull it back out and resolder it. But with the 91, since I installed switches, I could just stop on the side of the road, pull the cluster out real quick, flip a couple switches, go drive it again until it was right. Jesus. I didn't know this was a thing. The newer trucks like yours, like a 95 and newer, you could just buy like a tuner because it was OED2 Mm -hmm. and you just plug it in and punch in some buttons and it would boop, boop, boop. And then it would just read right. No, man, you just take the face off the cluster and then you just pop the needle off, go up to 60 and then just the needle back on at 60 then it's inaccurate before and after <laughs> 60 <laughs> that's okay you spend most of your time in that area it's just less inaccurate mine is right all the time <laughs> it's just more work yeah i know but i like it i like that it's that it's accurate I, and that's what that's I'll pretty do cool i didn't know I you could gears. do that like yeah, I, back in the olden days like my cutlass you change the gears on the cutlass you got to go in and change the actual drive gear on the speedometer mm-hmm. in the yep. transmission Mm-hmm. Yeah, they did some weird OBD one shit like bef- like after carbureted cars, but before OBD two. Obviously, mm-hmm. you had to do some weird shit, but I've always done it because I like my shit to read right. You know, just because yeah, it's an old junkie truck doesn't mean that it shouldn't be you know done right. My Ram, my Ram is two mile an hour off at seventy because you have oversized tires. I uh, no stock size tires. Oh, but two miles an hour off that's like stock. That's like bone, like a bone stock Toyota. Like you buy a 23, it's going to be a couple yeah, miles and they're off. Okay. It's the only the analog, the actual analog, the needle itself is off by two miles an hour. If you set the cruise control, it's dead nuts. Like the digital is dead nuts, but the needle is off. And I'm so, assuming, I'm assuming that's because it was a Canadian truck and they redid something on the cluster. But how do you know which one's right? Do you just use a phone app for a GPS speedometer to see which one's accurate? I checked. Yeah, I checked the D- GPS. I checked it versus my GPS to uh, to see where it was actually at, and the digital was dead nuts. Okay, so I've always trusted GPS speedometers because I just thought mm-hmm. they were right. Me and Patty got pulled over once in the RS for a taillight out. Uh huh. GPS speedometer said we were going five over her. Mm-hmm. The factory Yaris gauge said we were going nine over. 
but I was yeah. using the GPS because I thought it was more accurate. And the cops uh-huh. said that we were going nine over. And I was like, what oh, the really? fuck? Yeah. He's yeah, like, I wouldn't even pull Jover for the for the taillight. He's like, I really pulled Jover because you were going nine over and you had a taillight out. And I was like, huh. well, I was like, I sure did think I was only going five over. So I think the one I'm using is called Ulysses Speedometer, but that doesn't matter anyway, because it's just using the phone's GPS. It's not like it's the app's fault. Right? Yeah, that's wild. Yeah. I thought or his his uh radar could have been off too. I think that's pretty common. Yeah, that's what I said. I was using GPS. When's the last time you had that radar clock there, Bubba? Well, he didn't <laughs> give us a ticket. We walked away from that one, so it was yeah. all right. Yep. You want to uh, hear the most messed up thing about that stop, though? Yeah. Tail light out, speeding, open container, no insurance. <laughs> <laughs> Warning. Warning. You folks uh, have a good night now. Oh, thank you all much. <laughs> Didn't, didn't even have a taillight out as he's walking away. That's <laughs> no, <laughs> one of the well, numbers. Got you, know you for a taillight out, son. What sucks uh, the most is I, I had just washed my truck and I didn't want to like go drive it at night and get covered in bugs. I knew Patty had a taillight out. I was oh. going to fix it the next day at work. And we took her <laughs> car right. anyway and we got pulled over. He's like, well, really, I just pulled you over for the taillight. I was like, I'd let you get away with nine over. <laughs> and then and as he's walking up, he's like, I noticed you guys have an open bottle of wine in the cup holder. <laughs> Oh Jesus! We were like, "Well, yeah, we didn't want to throw it away when we left the party." <laughs> it's like you guys nope. need to hide that. <laughs> no sobriety test. No, I hadn't been drinking. Only Patty. Had. Oh, okay. I got you. Yeah, you don't look like a wine guy. He asked. He's uh, like, "So you guys have been drinking?" I was like, "She definitely has. She drank half a bottle of wine." I was like, "I don't shit." That's funny. I am the DD and also the designated mechanic that's going to change that yep. taillight tomorrow. <laughs> and I told him that too. I was like, I knew I had a taillight out. And actually, when even when he pulled over, walked up, and I was like, I know I have a taillight out. And he's like, you sure do. And he's like, and that's why I pulled you over. And then he's like, well, it's fine. Just show me your insurance. And of course, it's Patty's car. So I'm like, all right, let's see that insurance. And she's like, uh, I don't have the card on me. And she had tried to get on the app. She hadn't downloaded the app. And it was just like, I was like, God damn it, Patty. <laughs> Hold on, we're with a drunk girl. This is a half speed. She's actually a scientist. Give me a moment. I think she's got the app since then. Let me check with the doctor here. One second. Mm-hmm. That's that a long time ago, but it's still pretty funny. Oh. We had done all those things, and it was just like, all right, see you guys. Have a good one. Yep. Oh, boy. That's funny. That was in your neck of the woods. That was I over think. here. That's surprising. Over there, that wouldn't have been a big deal at all, but. <laughs> no, it was in it was in one of those little towns around St. Joe, but it wasn't St. Joe. It was oh, where, really? like either Ogden the town or... before it or after it. Maybe Ogden oh. or if you're on uh, what 150? 150. That was one of those little towns. I don't know. Yep. Hard says just a sheriff then. Just doing his thing. Know. Yep. That's fine. It might have been the town cop, because you know, we were we were blasting through mm. his town probably. Uh, maybe not. Maybe they no, don't even Ogden, have a town cop. Ogden doesn't have a town cop, neither does no. Mayview. I don't know then. So, who, who the hell knows? It didn't matter, whatever the case. Me, yeah. None of us have a town cop. Homer has a town cop. If you got stopped by the town cop in Homer, you'd have been fucked. I heard he's a dick. They're dicks. Dicks. I haven't been Homer in years. I don't even know. Yeah. Hopefully I never do again. At least not at right, night. That's where I got pulled over for being too tall in the in the Jeep. Oh my god. Yeah. You're saying yeah, get the I, fuck out I of saw here. you I saw you come through town earlier, but I didn't have my tape measure in my other squad car. Had to go get this squad car, anticipating you'd come back. <laughs> what a fucking asshole! <laughs> go find something uh, better to do with your time than measure a bumper, uh, dude. Like, come yeah, why don't on. you fuck off? Yeah, that's pretty much it. 
Yeah, I'm out here killing people. Yep. Yep. You're just you're slaughtering cars left and right with those tall bumpers. <laughs> Meanwhile, the one vehicle that does not hit a vehicle. <laughs> right. Uh, stupid. So I've been meaning to register my trailer, but there's there's two issues. One, uh-huh. where are you going to park a truck and a trailer to the BMV? Nowhere, Ooh, right? Okay. Wait, second issue. Okay. The only other way to get it done in Indiana is have a vent inspection done. Mm. But whenever I call the non-emergency number for the police to have an officer come out here and, and literally just look at my VIN and like sign something saying he saw it, nobody picks up the phone. So my plan is when I go Jesus. to get my truck, I'm uh-huh. going to bring the form with me. And if I get pulled over, I'm going to say, thank God, I've been trying to get a cop to sign this form for a year. <laughs> Will you please sign this for me? <laughs> Perfect. Uh, it doesn't even matter what state it's in, which I thought was interesting. Like it's an Indiana form. Like- an officer an officer it even says like at the bottom it says like badge number state city like i'm like oh cool so it can be any officer in any state oh so perfect yeah exactly like, well, whatever i'll take care of that real quick <laughs> i've been trying to get this fucker registered for a year can't ever get anybody to do it i was actually gonna do it yesterday but because it's a holiday weekend all the bmvs are closed over here womp womp yep are you looking at your your phone to see if you bought this fire extinguishers i see i see you looking i see you looking down don't lie to me he found a copper. He found a copper uh, boiler pot. It's a. It's like a, like a. I don't even know what the fuck you call that. It's like good size. Look. Oh my god. I know. I was like, oh, need that too. And he found a copper um, funnel, an oil funnel. Check this out. Look at this. Okay, yeah. now that would be cool. Polish. Gonna need that too. Just yeah, just just buy all of them. He's gonna fill the whole bed of his truck just with stuff for you to polish. Just buy it all. Steve. <laughs> Steven. Yeah, listen. We've been recording for an hour of ish now. I just looked at that. It's a minute hour and two minutes. Something like that. We should uh, wrap up the main. We didn't talk about a goddamn thing. Oh, we I talked think. about a couple things. Okay. What are hey, we gonna I'm sorry. do? Okay. Let me I'll, I promise I will make an attempt to make this podcast better on my end. Next time we record a podcast. Notes. I will have gotten snow day back, which will be exciting. Oh. And and when we talk about that, I'll post some photos because I'll hopefully. actually have it and I'll take some. Yeah, hopefully I will have gone wheeling. And you will have gone wheeling, so we'll have some actual off-road content. The Total Off-Road <sighs> Podcast in, is, in is not actually dead. It's just that we're all very busy. Hiatus. It's in an yeah. off-road hiatus. I mean, we, we have all been <laughs> in an off-road hiatus, so the podcast naturally, you know, follows suit. You know, that fucking ginger messaged me a while back and said something along the lines of he wanted to maybe come out sometime. Should see if I get him to sit behind a microphone. Who is that fucking ginger? That fucking ginger? The one that used to be on this podcast? Oh, that ginger. That ginger. Hey, the beer I'm drinking right now is actually from that ginger. Oh, really? Yeah, when he came over on my birthday, he brought me some dirty bastard. I'm having one right oh, now. Okay. Thanks, Ian. Appreciate you. We need to see... I need to. I was changing his name to that fucking ginger right now. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, That's funny. Um, I was gonna see if you want to go to core, like load up the uh, the race buggy and oh, go to core for a day or two. Interesting. I don't know if he got an invite. I feel like that's kind of. I I mean, he has he has a rig now. Okay. Do you have a passenger? I do. I okay, think. I also do. I was gonna say you could just bring him as your passenger. Yeah, I have Joel coming. Oh, nice. Yeah, I, at least I, I have uh, Groey's coming with me. Oh, that's awesome. That's gonna Dude, be fun. Forever ago, 
when Core was even like a thing. He was like, I want to be your passenger. He was like the first person to ask me. And so uh-huh. I, I asked him last week. I was like, hey, I'm actually going to rig. You want to go? He's like, done. I was like, oh, well, shit, that was easy. Oh, yeah. Who'd you ride with last year? No one. I think I just rode solo. I mean, oh, somebody might yeah, have hopped yeah, in had, with me. Yeah, just last year. That's right. Somebody might have hopped in there. I don't know. Or maybe a few people yeah, did think, here and there. But I think uh, Brendan might have rode with you one time. Uh, Yeah. It was just kind of all over the place. But regardless. Yeah. Did we night wheel last time? At core? I don't think so. Okay. Not that I remember, at least. Yeah. Interesting. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I need to get my fucking shit together. Man, this fucking tra- the transfer case has got me just kind of fucked up. Like, I put the last one together, but apparently I fucked it up. And so now I'm all fucked up about it. Does that make sense? What? Hold on, say that again. I was, I was in the middle of changing Ian's nickname to that fucking ginger. Which is quite wonderful. The I put together the transfer case last time. And okay. I apparently fucked it up. So now well, it's you- got me all fucked up. Like, man, am I going to fuck this up, next one up? Like, I don't want to fuck it up twice, but at the same time, I just need to throw it together. Like, it lasted a year and some change last time. So, so it should be you're good. using the good parts, the, the SYE so, from your, your current yeah. one, and you're putting it in the one that you got from uh, Seth? Yeah, I think what I'm going to do is I'm going to pull Seth's apart, the donor case that Seth gave me. I'm going to pull it apart, and I'm literally just going to use the shaft from the SYE and then the tail housing, and that's it. I'm not going to change anything else in the transfer case. Because it's fine. Just Just leave it alone. It's good enough to wheel for a weekend. It was probably good before. It'll probably be good now, is my hope. I hope so. Yeah. Me too. You have pulled it apart already? The one with the Slipio... Oh, so you don't know oh. what you're going to find when you get in there. Oh, no, the, the one with the slip yoga limiter pulled itself apart, remember? I know, but I mean, what failed? I have not a clue. Everything. You just, I mean, <laughs> when you get in there, it's so much carnage, you can't tell what failed? Well, I mean, I've already been in there because it's already in pieces. I'm just, I'm just looking at it. Like, I'm just, okay. it's, it's all together, but it's still, I can, it's in two pieces. So, like, I can see everything. Well, that's what I'm asking. I'm saying that the parts that you're fun. going the, to transfer over do not fine. appear to have any damage. They don't appear to have any damage. That was my concern. Yeah, I didn't. That was I couldn't concern. remember if you'd have it apart or not. That's why I was going to buy a new SYE, but I did not um, because everybody was like, "Well, if it looks fine, use it." I'm like, uh, I kind of looked. I started inspecting it. I'm like, actually, it does look fucking fine. I think it just got in a bind, and of course, the weak link is, is the aluminum case. Mm-hmm. And so it just detonated every aluminum piece in there detonated. It detonated wow. the shift forks. It detonated the case. Um, destroyed. I don't know. Destroyed. Ate up the. What was the bearing on the front out? No. There's something else fucked up. I'll take some pictures of it before I tear it all apart. Um, just so we have kind of pieces, parts of it. But I think everything else is fine. Um, and then I think for a like a not a final fix but i think going forward after this what i may do is i may go find an, another durango or dakota case with the white chain in the six gear planetary and then what i may do is just get an syE and stab that in there and be done with it just like use all stock components don't change anything i think what may have happened is that i interchanged the 231 hd components out of the 231 HD into my old 231. And I think I have different pieces are kind of interchanged. 
Oh, so something might not have fit quite right, and that's what made it explode. Right. I, much thought that or I, used, I thought that I used the pieces that fit the best together and sounded the best together. Because um, some pieces were like fit kind of tighter. I was like, oh, okay, that's weird. Okay, so instead you're going to get the, the Dakota case and just get an SYE for that case. I think so, yeah. I think I'll well, end up doing eventually to have... I may just do that just to have it around as a spare, even if this one's good. Just because run it until it explodes, I, or maybe it never will. I found how hard it is to locate an already assembled 231 with an SYE. It's not that fucking easy. I thought it would be an easy, like, oh, no big deal. Everybody's got one of those floating around, you know, when they pull it out and put a something bigger in. Mm-hmm. So... <clears throat> okay cool yup what um hey steve yes sir let's uh let's let's the, move let's move room. along let's get on down to the uh the patreon are we gonna record one of those yeah let's do it okay do you want to shout out the sponsors you, you seem to have it down packed i also have to look at my list oh do you all right i have so, a list but i'm just saying i have to do it so it's up if to you. you if you have listened to this far Here's what you need to do. If you're in need of some parts for your rig, check out CompleteOffRoad.com. They're the number one supplier for all the shit you need. If you like talking on the phone more, you can call Chris at 583-53... Shit. You don't even know the number. You haven't said it in like a month. 563-583-5363. There. Uh, check out uh, if you need some recovery stuff go check out Crawler Off-Road they got all your synthetic recovery gear winch ropes snatch ropes um, kinetic ropes what is it tree savers the uh, tree savers soft shackle you know all, all the goodies if you guys don't know what they have go check them out crawleroffroad.com go check out offroadanonymous.com it's our boy Jacob over there he's got all your fabrication parts make sure you pick up some extra fabrication tabs and gussets Anytime that you're ordering from Jacob, that way you have them when you need them and you don't have to make a phone call or uh, make an order when you're in a bind, like on a Sunday afternoon, you're like, damn it, I need a gusset. And you just walk over there to your shelf. You're like, I bought that one three orders ago and now I need it. So perfect. make sure you get some extra gussets and tabs because you're always going to need one. And then check out Rad Designs for your shifters. Did you see the, uh, the post that Chris made on the internets today? The cup holder. The cup holder. Did you Dude, see Rory, that? Rory was Fucking like, brilliant. I have to know how, where you got those. He was so excited. <laughs> I was just like, damn, because they fit perfectly. And now he's going to probably start perfect. selling them. Absolutely. Or like even better, make them out of some type of metal or something like that. Oh, yeah. So real robust or, or even like not even if they are made out of metal, but the cup holder itself, maybe put a uh, little metal uh, gusset yep. around where the bolt goes through just to make it extra heavy. Extra duty strong. Right Yep. Yeah. Other than that, it could be plastic couple or work just fine. So uh, that was pretty cool. Check out Rad Designs if you need any kind of shift solution for your ride. And last but certainly not least, uh, check out Morflate, M-O-R-R-F-L-A-T-E dot com. Morflate has uh, everything you need to replace your spare because carrying a spare around weighs too damn much. So you can go check out their inflation and deflation solutions at their dot com address there. And they have all kinds of stuff. They've got the quad flate. They've got the, uh, what is it? The more flate duo, which just does two tires at a time, depending on what you need to do. And then they now have the new just released 10, six PSI pro. I actually just got mine in the mail a couple weeks nice. ago. So on at core, we will be demoing the more flate 10.6 PSI Pro, which is where you can set your inflation and deflation 
numbers, I think de- deflation, I think you can go down. I'm pretty um, sure you can. I always say, everyone else says inflation. And I'm like, Derek, you mean deflation too, right? He's like, yeah. Yeah, I think you need to check that on the PSI Pro. But either way, uh, the compressor itself, you can set it to your desired inflation pressure. Crack open a cold one or a hydration beverage of your choice before you hit the road and just let it do its job and come back. You know, when you get to packing all the rest of your shit up from your trail ride and your tires will be all aired up, you put away your sit up and off the off the trail you go. You hit off to, you know, where you need to go on the road. Don't forget that when you're done wheeling and you need to clean up your rig, there's summer shine supply for all your shiny needs. I love it. We've been hey. calling. We've been shouting you out for a while now, but you wouldn't know. I wouldn't know. I need to, <laughs> I need to listen to the fucking podcast. You should listen to I'm the podcast. Fucking, Actually, me and Derek are pretty excited for you to listen to the podcast because one of the episodes we recorded, we called your ass out hard. And we said, one mm-hmm. of these years, Steve is going to text us when he hears the thing we said. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah. Go check out uh, summershinesupply.com. We have a whole lineup of polishing and detailing supplies and we're expanding all the time so we've got uh, our liquid lineup consists of two metal polishes a fast cut and a sprayable speed polish just for maintaining your metals and then you also have our razzle dazzle ceramic which is a silica dioxide it's basically a speed um a speed wax of, of sorts a detailer a quick detailer and it's good for your glass and your paint so uh, put that on there before you go wheeling and it'll help clean up on the back end because it will help that mud not stick so much to your paint. You can apply that as many times as you'd like to keep that coating getting thicker and thicker. We've got an all-purpose to keep those tires nice and clean. We have got a good soap wash and wax. Good soap is a, just said, it's a good wash soap. It's a low pH, so it does not cause any kind of harm to any polished surfaces, and it won't remove the wax off your vehicle. It's not like Dawn. And then we also have, uh, last but not least, our tire drip is a water-based tire dressing, but it's also an interior dressing. You you can use it on anything except for carpet and upholstery and and some leathers. If you have a really, like, open fiber leather, like uh, what you would find in the new Corvettes and stuff like that, maybe don't use it on that. But, like, if it's a slick leather, then you can. Nice. Does that make sense? Uh, It's not designed for leather, but it'll work on leather. Gotcha. Yeah. That's some of the products we have. Cool. So, mm-hmm. and some accoutrement to go with that. We got microfibers, wash mitts, uh, fo- two foam cannons. So we got a few things. Go check it out. Summershinesupply.com. That's my company. You should definitely, this is my last words, by the way. Oh, I like it. It's clean your damn rig. I know who you yeah. are. You got home from the trail on Sunday and it's still on the trailer. It's been there for two months. It, you didn't clean it. You didn't wash it. You didn't get anything out of the interior. It's sitting there. You can't even make out the bolt heads because they're so covered in mud. You know what that means? Rust. That's what that means. And you know what the worst thing is? Rust. Ooh. Ask Kyle Mang about that. Dude, go clean your rig. Just get it off the trailer. Pressure wash it. You know, get inside the frame rails and inside the fenders and everything else. Get all the yeah. mud out of there. Because even if you try not to get it muddy, you're probably oh, yeah. going to get it muddy. Like, it just happens. Room. It's just going off road. I love it. That's a good advice. Go clean your shit. And you can do that with Summershine Supply products. <laughs> <laughs> that You just reminded me by saying that. I was just like, oh, yeah, yeah, you should definitely clean your rig. Yeah, I should definitely go clean my rig. My rig's sitting out there just looking as tired and sad as it did the day it came off the trailer. Terrible. It's hard to move that fucker when there's nothing to move it with. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, it has no hey, motivation. You, you got a toe strap and a pickup truck. You can move it. I could move it. It's You're not wrong about that. 
So, um, yeah. All right. You ready to wrap this thing up? Better. Okay. Thanks for joining us for this episode of 183. And we'll catch you on the trail. Mm-hmm.